morning. I'm Pastor Nick. Welcome to our Rosewood Church of the Nazarene family. We hope today's message will be a help to you. May God bless you. I invite us today to turn to 2 Kings in our Bible, 2 Kings chapter 22 and 23. We want to focus on life lessons from King Josiah, from King Josiah, 2 Kings 22 and 23. The story of King Josiah takes us back about 2,600 years. In other words, about 600 years B.C., before Christ. Josiah was king of God's people, the Bible says, for 31 years. And before him, his father, King Ammon, A-M-O-N, ruled for only two years, and he was assassinated in his own palace. Josiah's grandfather was king over Judah for 55 years. That was King Manasseh, King Manasseh. All right? So I want to talk to you about life lessons from King Josiah. And the first lesson is this. How will you and I be remembered? Think about it. How will you and I be remembered? <clears throat> King Josiah, in 2 Kings chapter 22, verse 2, it says, He, Josiah, did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. That is how Josiah has been remembered throughout the centuries. King Ammon, Josiah's father, however, in 2 Kings 21, verse 20, it says, He, Ammon, did what was evil in the Lord's sight. And then King Manasseh, Josiah's grandfather, in 2 Kings 21, verse 2, it says, He, Manasseh, did what was evil in the Lord's sight. You can obviously see from the Bible verses that King Josiah has been remembered for what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. However, Josiah's father, Ammon, who was king for two years, as I think I mentioned, and his grandfather, King Manasseh, who had been king for 55 years, were remembered for doing evil in the Lord's sight. I've been pondering about these three men, grandfather, father, and son. I've been thinking about them for several weeks now from uh, the previous message that I shared with you on keys to revival. I've been thinking about these three men and thinking here is how we remember them. The question is, how will you and I be remembered? Moses in our Holy Bible is remembered as a great 
leader. Joseph, in our Bible, is remembered as a man who went from the pit to the palace. Joseph's brothers had thrown him into a pit. Some of your, some of your Bibles will say a cistern. They threw him into a pit, expecting him to eventually die. But God had other plans for Joseph. And although he ended up being sold into slavery, thrown into jail for being falsely accused by Potiphar's wife of trying to rape her, Joseph eventually was second in command in all of Egypt. A major famine came upon Egypt and upon the whole area where his brothers and family had lived. And one day, Genesis in the Bible, chapter 42, verse 3 says, So Joseph's ten older brothers went down to Egypt to buy grain. Egypt was the only country that had any food because for seven years before the famine, Joseph gathered crops and grain to prepare for the famine to come. And eventually, when Joseph's brothers, who had thrown him into the pit, when they went to buy food from Egypt, they met Joseph. And they were so scared, they were terrified. They were afraid Joseph was going to have them killed. Genesis 50, verse 19 through 21 declares... But, but Joseph replied, don't be afraid of me. Am I God that I can punish you? You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position, said Joseph. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. No, don't be afraid. I will continue to take care of you and your children. Now that's a little bit of information about Moses and Joseph. There are also some great women in the Bible who are also remembered for good reasons. For example, there was Esther. Esther, a young Jewish woman who risked her life to save the Jewish people from destruction. In modern day sports, some of you will remember, they are remembered. In modern day sports, some of you will remember in hockey, the greats. The great goalie, Johnny Bauer. How many of you remember? Put your hand up. Yes, some of you have been hockey fans, yes. And some others of you are thinking, Johnny who? Is that the washroom? <clears throat> yes. Some of us remember the great Johnny Bauer. Others of you will remember Bobby Hall and Gordie Howe. How many of you remember Bobby Hull and Gordie Howe? Yes. All right. And others of you will remember Wayne Gretzky and Sidney Crosby, and Guy Lafleur, and Jean Beliveau, Maurice Richard, and Mario Lemieux. You might remember when Mario Lemieux died 
what was it, a year or two ago, it was as if in Montreal, it was as if the president had died because of the esteem in which he was held. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, in modern-day basketball, some of you will remember other greats. You might remember Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. How many of you know uh, of him? Yes? Oh, wow, quite a few of you. Yes? Others of you will remember Tom, uh, Tim Duncan and, and Shaq O'Neal and, and Larry Bird. Some of, how many of you were Larry Bird and Shaq O'Neal fans? Wow, quite a few of you. Others of you will remember Bill Russell and Oscar Robertson and Will Chamberlain. How many of you were Will Chamberlain fans? Yes, yes. And Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson. And Michael Jordan. And Nick Stavropoulos. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Oops. Uh, how did he get in that list? How did he get in that list? You know, and many of you will remember Kobe Bryant and LeBron James and Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, and you could add a lot more names. Now, if I were to talk about the soccer stars and football stars and baseball stars, different names would also come to your mind, all right? If we were to think about movie stars or singing stars, again, different people would come to your mind and you remember individuals for different reasons. If we were to talk about great political leaders or great inventors, we might think of, of individuals such as Thomas Edison who invented the incandescent light bulb. By the way, I'm not sure if you know this, but five other men are also given credit for helping to invent the light bulb. And for those, for those dear people who live with blood sugar issues known as diabetes and have to take insulin, you can be grateful. You can be grateful to Sir Frederick Bantine and Charles Best and J.J.R. McLeod who discovered insulin at the University of Toronto in 1921. All right. You are not King Josiah, you are not Moses, you're not Joseph or Esther, you are not a hockey legend, you are not a basketball, soccer, football, baseball, movies, or singing star, and neither am I. You are not a great inventor or a great politician who will, who will be remembered like some of the names that I have mentioned. However, however, you are, as Dr. Gillette said in his Friday message, you are wonderfully and beautifully made. And you do not have to be, you do not have to be remembered as a great Bible character or as a great sports star or a great leader, politician, or as a great inventor or as a fantastic movie star. You know... You can be remembered. You can be remembered for doing what is right and what is pleasing in the Lord's sight. Amen? Amen. You and I can be remembered 
for your love for the Lord. In the Gospel of Matthew 22, verse 37, 38, Jesus said, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart and your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. You can be remembered for your love for the Lord. On Thursday of this past week, September 28th, Pastor Lisa and I held the funeral service for Mr. Vincent Freights here in our sanctuary. And having known Mr. Freights since 1983, I can truly say that I remember him as a man who loved the Lord. Amen. Amen. Question, do you love the Lord? Do you love the Lord? You can also be remembered for your love, love for people. I just read to you a bit ago uh, where in Matthew 22, verse 37, 38, Jesus said, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And then the next verse, the next verse, verse 39 says, a second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. And that's the New Living Translation from the Greek language. I like, I like how the Message Bible translates Matthew 22, verse 39. It reads, love others as well as you love yourself. Isn't that good? Love others as well as you love yourself. What a beautiful truth from Jesus. What marvelous truth. Recently on September the 12th, Pastor Lisa and I held the funeral for dear Noreen Christopher. And someone, someone at the service talked about how Noreen loved people and how you could hardly ever get away from her without her giving, giving you a hug. We remember Noreen as a woman who loved people. And I could say the same thing about other, other dear people like, like Ken Woodhouse and Sheila Bishop, whose funeral services we also held just last month. By the way, by the way, are you going to also be remembered as a person who loved people? Who loved people? Someone might say, truthfully speaking, Pastor Nick, I don't show a lot of love towards people. How can I start to be more loving? Well, in our Bible, in Galatians 5, verse 22, it says, the fruit of the Spirit is love. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Ask God to fill your heart with more and more love. Amen? So we, we talked about how you can be remembered for things like doing what is pleasing in the Lord's sight. You can be remembered for, <coughs> for, um, for, for your love for the Lord. You can be remembered for your love for other people. 
You can also be remembered for being thoughtful. I want you to think about this. You might, some of you might say, oh, it's not a big deal, Pastor Nick. It can be a real big deal. I looked up the definition of the word thoughtful, and here is what the dictionary said. It said, showing consideration for the needs of other people. You know, I get so blessed when I see a person being very thoughtful, sometimes in small ways, sometimes in big ways. Obviously, this past week, we had our revival services from Sunday to Friday evening. Before our guest preacher, Reverend Dr. Elmer Gillette, arrived in our planning, we asked Pat Nash of our congregation if she would prepare a nice, large fruit basket with some goodies in it so that our speaker would have a few things to snack on in his hotel room through the week. Pat informed me that she left the fruit basket in the church kitchen. And uh, I thought I would just go and see it before Pastor Lisa dropped it off at the hotel before Dr. Gillette's arrival. Before I went to see the fruit basket, I had already said to myself, I said, oh, oh, man, I wish we had also asked Pat Nash to pick up a case of water with 24 bottles for Dr. Gillette. Um, but, but I neglected to ask her, and I was planning to pop into a grocery store to pick up, to pick up a case of water for Dr. Gillette. Anytime we have out-of-town guests, we try to provide bottled water. Uh, the water here in Toronto is excellent. I drink it. I drink water from the tap all the time, all right? But um, sometimes when people come from another country, another place, it takes time for their bodies to kind of adjust to the local Toronto water. So in, anyway, I, I had really wanted us to get a case of water for Dr. Gillette. Well, when I walked into the church kitchen to see the fruit basket that Pat Nash had assembled... I was doubly blessed. I was doubly blessed. Not only had she made a, a larger and more beautiful fruit basket with other goodies, a larger basket than I had even expected, but she had also purchased a case of water with 24 bottles and put a lovely ribbon on the case of water. I looked at that water and I thought, what a thoughtful lady. Amen. Amen? Yes, I thought, what a wonderful, thoughtful lady she is. By the way, Pat's always here. Where are you, Pat? You're here somewhere. Uh, she's, she's always too shy. She's hiding under the chair. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Pat. You know, it's amazing, it's amazing how someone's thoughtfulness can stick in your mind for years. Think about, think about someone who was thoughtful towards you even years ago, and you remember it. For example, I remember when Cindy and I got married at Kennedy Road Church of the Nazarene about 400 years ago, you know. After the ceremony, we were outside. She's looking good for 400 years, don't you think? 
Anyway, after the ceremony, we were outside at the front of the church talking with our guests and taking pictures. Then our photographer, or someone, maybe Cindy remembers better, I don't know. But anyway, then our photographer or someone said, okay, okay, we have to get to Edwards Gardens to do the official pictures. And I said, okay, but, but I am very thirsty. I, I am so thirsty, thirsty. I need to go back into the church to drink a cup of water. Whoever spoke, uh, whoever spoke to me said, well, you don't have time. You don't have time to go back into the church. We have to get to the park. I've been pushed around e even for 400 years, you know. Anyway, we have to get to the park. Cindy says she'll pray for me. <clears throat> Thank you. So anyway, I was told we had to get to the park. So I, I, I was kind of dragged into the car, dragged into the car. Um, I, don't think, I don't think we had a fancy limousine, Cindy, did, did we? We had your brother's car. My brother, was it my brother who drove us? Oh, I, I still owe him then, I guess. Okay. Anyway. So I was kind of dragged into the back of the car, very thirsty, very thirsty on my wedding day. Poor me. That's what my wife just said. And just as the car, just as the car was about to pull away, she says, I had her. Nothing, nothing can quench a thirst like water, right? <clears throat> But anyway, just as the car was about to pull away, a dear lady, a dear lady ran up to my window, gave me a cold drink, gave me a cold drink of some kind, I think it was a punch or something, and said, here, maybe you can use this drink. That drink, my friends, quenched my thirst, and I still remember it 400 years later. No, that lady, that lady was Kathy Kingsmill. And she said, or rather she and her husband Bob were friends of mine back then and they're still friends of mine nowadays who live near, near the church camp about an hour north of here. Kathy was so thoughtful, so thoughtful and it meant so much to me on the day of my wedding. And 400 years later, I still remember her thoughtfulness. I'm telling you that to say, there's the power of thoughtfulness. So will you, will you and I be remembered as a thoughtful person? Also, will you be remembered as a generous person or a stingy individual? Will you be remembered as a person who tried to bring others to faith and trust in Jesus? I, I was so pleased this week at Revival when some of you came to me, some of you came to me and, and said, Pastor Nick, this is my neighbor, or this is my friend, or this is my relative that I invited to the Revival service. And they were so blessed. May all of us be remembered as individuals who tried to help others to become followers of Jesus. Also, 
Will you be remembered as an encourager or as a discourager? Will you be remembered as the best dad? Will you be remembered as the best dad that you could ever be? Will you be remembered as the best mother or as the best grandmother or the best grandfather you could be? Will you be remembered as a as the best aunt or uncle you could be. I was so happy to see Hannah and her two little children walk into the sanctuary this morning and, and their auntie, their auntie was with them and, and I thought, you know what? These two little boys are going to remember their aunt in such a beautiful way, for she has loved and invested in those two little boys ever since they were born. Amen? Amen? How? How will you and I be remembered? It's up to you. It's up to me. If there are some changes that you need to make in your life so that you will be remembered the way you would like to be remembered, make a decision today to make those changes with the Lord's help. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we see in the Bible the beautiful way in which King Josiah was remembered. He was remembered as a man who pleased the Lord. And then on the contrary, we see how his father and his grandfather, oh dear God, how they were remembered as individuals and kings who displeased God, who did evil in the sight of God. Lord, move upon each one of us so that we are men, women, teenagers, and children who truly, who truly will say, I will be remembered. I will be remembered for doing good. I will be remembered for pleasing God. I will be remembered for loving the Lord with all my heart. I will be remembered for loving people as I love myself. I will be remembered as the best dad or mom or grandparent I could ever be. Let it be so, Lord. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. We are almost out of time. This is Pastor Nick Stavropoulos. If you would like to hear and or watch the whole message, please go to our website, rosewoodchurch.com.
www.ebenezer.ca. Our biggest concern is that you trust in Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. I encourage you to pray this simple prayer. Lord, forgive me for my sins. I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for my sins. I believe Jesus rose from the grave and is now in heaven, preparing a place for all of us who believe. Today, I receive Jesus as my Savior and Lord. In Christ's name, I pray. Amen. If you would like to contact us at Rosewood Church of the Nazarene, our phone number is 416-298-9932. Our email is office at rosewoodchurch.ca. This ministry is supported financially by people like you. If you would like to make a donation, you can send your gift by e-transfer to offerings at rosewoodchurch.ca. That's O-F-F-E-R-I-N-G-S at rosewoodchurch.ca. Or you can mail your check to Rosewood Church of the Nazarene, 657 Milner Avenue, Scarborough, Ontario. Thank you for giving to support this preaching and teaching ministry. I'm Pastor Nick, wishing you God's blessings throughout this week. Amen.